Hello everyone and thank you for joining us today. We're so happy to have you as a part of our listening audience and we pray that what we are offering here at ODC Ministries is a blessing to you that is strengthening you and encouraging you in your walk with God as well as in everyday life. Today I want to talk about something that we rarely talk about. It's a subject that we would rather avoid. It's a subject that many of us never want to deal with until we're forced to deal with this subject matter. That's grief. Grief is a part of life. It's certain that if you live, you will grieve. You will grieve people and loved ones who have gone on to the other side or from labor to reward or from time into eternity. You grieve relationships, people who you thought you may have spent the rest of your life with or had a promising future with. You became disappointed because things didn't pan out the way you thought they would. You grieve new realities such as COVID-19. There's a lot of people who are grieving, even though they don't necessarily identify as grieving. They're grieving the fact that they can't go to the ball game. They're grieving the fact that they cannot go to the bars. They're grieving that they can't get out like they used to. Summer vacations were canceled. And a lot of things that were on their to-do list were simply done away with. And people are going through an emotional state of grieving. But I want to talk to you about how do you handle grief in a healthy way. Because the truth is, we can get through our moments of grief. That, as the Bible says, weeping endures for a night. But joy does come in the morning. We can get through those seasons where we are grieving, whether it's a person whether it's an idea, or whether it's just grieving new realities. I want to say that we can do this from practical as well as spiritual perspectives. Let me deal with it first on a practical level. Now, there's a lot of people who will advocate for how to deal with grief. They will tell you that there are five stages to grief. You know, things like denial and anger and bargaining and overflow of the emotions and finally coming to a place of acceptance. And there's some truth into that. But I advocate for a more simpler model. And after going through grief myself this year, I can say that it has been beneficial for me to look at grief through this model. It's called the TEAR model. T-E-A-R. Acronym. If you are going to process grief, First, you have to T, to accept death, to accept the fact that death has come, the end has come, in some way or form, coming to a place of acceptance. You cannot get over grief when you're trying to come up with ways to blind yourself to the realities that's going on in your life can't get over grief when you're just trying to be busy. You're trying to come up with other distractions, oftentimes unhealthy distractions, 
You'll never be able to get over your grief until you first accept the reality. Once you have come to the place where you accept the reality that something has come to an end, even if it's temporarily, it has come to an end. After you have accepted this reality and have stopped denying the truth of what has happened in your life, then you're able to do the second step, which is E, experience. Experience the grief. Experience the pain. Experience the moment. Oftentimes, we can never deal with grief because we never want to sit in the moment. Biblically speaking, they would have 40 days of grieving. They would go through ceremonials, routines where they would sit in ashes. And this was very important to help the community move past the grieving process. For us sometimes, we don't allow people time to sit in the pain of the moment. We go by their houses and we say things like, uh, you gotta be strong. Or, you know, she wouldn't want you to be this way and he wouldn't want you to be that way. It's almost as if, hey, it just happened yesterday and you act as if I'm supposed to be over it today. And please don't question someone's faith because they have not, in your opinion, moved on through the grieving process based on your timeline. We have to give people a chance to sit in the grieving moment, to deal with the pain, to deal with the sorrow, to deal with the new reality of life. For me personally, after I lost my grandmother and my father this year, practically in the same month, my grandmother died on May the 31st. We celebrated her life on June the 6th. My father died on June the 23rd, and we celebrated his life on June the 30th. So June was really booketed by grief laws of two people who were very and still are very dear to me who have had profound impacts on shaping me into the person that I am today and it was time for me to go to school because I'm working now on my doctoral degree and I went to class and the teacher recognized there was something different and we had a conversation and they gave me the best advice that I could have received at that moment. They said, Dion, you have to pause and give yourself time to grieve. Give yourself time to deal with what has happened. Give yourself time to absorb the reality of the pain and the suffering that you are feeling right now. You have to give yourself time to grieve. You have to experience it. You can't run from it. You have to cry. You can't deny it. You have to hurt. You can't hide from it. You have to sit in it. And it was good for me. I could have pressed on into writing those papers and meeting those deadlines. Thankfully, they gave me the advice. Take a break. Take a moment. You can do the papers later. You need some time 
to grieve, experience the pain. And it gave me an opportunity to slow down and really deal with my grief in a healthy way. After you accept the grief, accept death, and then experience the pain and the sorrow of grief, then you have to adjust to a new life. Truth is, whatever you're grieving about means that life would not be the same, particularly when you're dealing with death. That life prior to would not be the same. This is part of the reason why some people can never deal with grief because we want to go back to the life we used to have before the end came. The fact is that life is no longer your life. You have to adjust to a new reality. Some people don't like adjusting. I don't like the word adjusting because we think that adjusting means I'm forgetting. If I adjust to a new life, I'm forgetting my loved one. I'm forgetting the person who meant so much to me. I'm, I'm basically throwing them away. So we don't change rooms. We don't get rid of clothes. We don't do anything to... Um, their personal spaces because we feel that if I adjust, it means that I'm forgetting. But you can adjust and not forget. Adjusting does not mean that I am forgetting. Adjusting means that I am moving forward with a new reality while always remembering the love, the memories that I shared with my loved one have to move forward with a new reality. This may mean finding new ways to spend your time, especially for people who were caregivers to chronically ill people. When so much of your life was spent caring for the needs of that loved one, I gotta find a new adjustment. I gotta find something else to do. I can't just sit in the house. I have to find myself involved in some other aspect of society, doing something else that I enjoy, travel, come with a new reality for my life. And after I do that, the last one is R, which means I must reinvest. I must reinvest in the future. See, part of the reason why you're grieving is because you're grieving what was invested in the relationship. You're grieving what was invested in that individual, in that person. The time that was invested, the memories and things. I have to realize I have to invest now in the future, in a new reality. I don't know what that looks like for you, but the same thing that you were offering before, you still have it to offer today and now. And you must find a way to reinvest that. Not per se in an equal relationship or in some type of equality of what you lost. But you have to find a way to invest it in something. For instance, I can't invest in 
another father. I can't do that. But I can invest in another young person what my father invested in me. You have to find something else to invest your energy in because God did not leave you here for your life to end at the time that that life ended or that relationship ended. God has you here because there's still work for you to do and you must invest your energy in that work and that new reality in your life. So those are just some hints that I would say about how to handle the grief from a practical perspective. Accept it. You have to accept it. Experience the pain. Don't run away from it. Give yourself an opportunity to sit in that grief. For me, it was really only around August that I, quote unquote, got my mojo back for July and much of the first week in August, I was just trying to go through the days because I was sitting in that moment, giving myself that space. It's okay for you to give yourself that space. Don't allow anybody to rush you. There's no timetable to this. And it happens at different times for different people. And just because it takes someone longer does not mean that they were hurting more. God works in mysterious ways in how he deals with each of us individually. Adjust. Adjust your life. Find new things to do. Adjust your patterns. And then reinvest your energy into that new reality. And over time, you will find that you've gone from the weeping of the night to the joy of the morning. And you have not forgotten that loved one. You still cherish those memories. You still depend upon their wisdom. You still love them even though physically they are absent. Parts of them live within you and you carry them with you everywhere you go. And ultimately, if you are a believer listening to me right now, we know that we grieve, but we don't grieve as those who have no hope. We know that because Christ died for our sins and Christ rose for our justification, and those of us who believe in him, when this life is over, on this side, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and one day when the Lord returns, then the trump of God will sound. The dead in Christ will rise again. Be caught up in the air. To meet the Lord in the clouds. And then those who are alive and remain. Who are in Christ. Will also find their way. Being lifted up. To that glory cloud. And we together. Will always be with the Lord. With no fear of any cessation of life and relationships. I had more I wanted to say today, but I think that's good for you. I hope that this helps you. No matter what your grieving looks like, if it's the loss of a loved one, accept it, experience the pain, 
adjust, reinvest. If it's the loss of a relationship, accept the end. Experience the pain, adjust, and reinvest. If it's the loss of a lifestyle, it's okay. Accept it. Accept now that you can't go to the game. Experience the pain. Adjust and reinvest. And in doing so, we all will move from the weeping of the night to the joy of the morning. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye-bye.